No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thanks for downloading and tuning in. My name is Frank Salvato. Before we get into this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, in which we discuss the insanity coming out of the Department of Justice where they are trying to lay blame and financial culpability onto Donald Trump for January 6th. I have some thoughts on that that are quite enlightening. I wanted to take a moment to thank the ER staff and the ward staff over at Good Samaritan Hospital in Downers Grove, Illinois, along with the York Center Fire Department paramedics, who came and helped my mother when she needed it most. She's back home, and she's good and recovering, and I thank everybody for the prayers and the thoughts. But it brings to mind a whole boatload of reality when it comes to mortality. If you still have your parents, or if you still have a parent, spend some time. Because when that clock ticks, and it goes past their time, there's no getting that time back. Be grateful for the time that you have and celebrate them while they're still here with you to celebrate. It's important that we be compassionate in the time that we have together. Right now, this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch. Alrighty, we're going to go up into the northern tundra of Florida, up there in the Upper Peninsula, the Panhandle as we like to call it, and we're going to pick up Frank Salvato from UndergroundUSA.com. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Cat. Yes, sir. Now, we're having a we're having a nice discussion here because the people on the 70-degree side of the building don't want to give up their spot to the people on the 72-degree side of the building. So that's quite the discussion and, we're having here right now. And why would you? That's right. That's right. Nice and cool and comfortable. A little bit of a breeze, not bad, but it's just simply gorgeous tonight out down here. It is Florida, and I, I don't mean to rub that. Don't mean to rub that into the noses of anybody who isn't in Florida. But you know, we've got the weather. We got the governor. We're good. Well, I'm not going to say anything about that trial with uh, Alex Murdaugh, except he was found guilty for the murders of his wife and his son uh, in less than three hours by a jury that pretty well had him pegged. Well, that means the evidence was overwhelming. A jury of his peers have convicted him. Now he gets to go away, and we don't have to hear about him anymore. Unfortunately, (laughs) there'll be all kinds of lawsuits now from other people involved in other ways, but we'll hear all about that, but I'm going to try to ignore it as best I can. Now, the Department of Justice, okay, is uh, arguing that former President Donald Trump cannot receive immunity for lawsuits related to his alleged involvement in the January 6, 2021 Capitol uh, riot. Now, the DOJ officials wrote in a Thursday brief, which was sent to the Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia, that Trump cannot claim presidential immunity for the incitement of imminent private violence. All right. There's a whole bunch of stuff wrong with this. One, 
the DOJ doesn't get to issue rulings. That's reserved for the judicial branch. They can have opinions. Mm -hmm. They can bring charges against them, but they don't get to make rulings. So that's number one. Number two, there has been no adjudication that he had anything to do with inciting a riot. There has been no adjudication that an insurrection actually took place. Mm -hmm. And lastly, if the DOJ is going to say that Trump can be held responsible or culpable for what took place on the Capitol Hill grounds where he was not present on January 6th, Mm -hmm. then Lori Lightfoot and Governor Pritzker, then the Seattle mayor and, and the governor of Washington, and L.A.'s mayor and Gavin Newsom, they can all be held culpable and responsible for the Antifa and BLM riots. Mm-hmm. So let's get that edict out there from the DOJ mm-hmm. and see how quickly they decide to back off this when they realize that what they're doing is setting a precedent that allows store owners, that allows property owners, that were deprived of of the sanctity of their property, Mm -hmm. that had damage to their businesses, or people that were harmed during these riots, that they get to sue the mayor individually, and the governor individually, Mm -hmm. and the president of the county board individually, because of this precedent-setting decree. Let the lawsuits begin. Let's see if Merrick Garland keeps his gig. Yeah. All right. I hear the music, so hang on. Boy, what a way to start the show, folks. I'll tell you, we get it going, don't we? (laughs) All right. I'll be right back with more here on the Captain's America Third Watch. Don't go anywhere. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood of Friday. The weather is gorgeous. Come on down. Bring your wallet with you. Spend a little money here in Florida and enjoy the beach on the weekend. All right. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You're in the right spot for tomorrow's news tonight and breaking news as it happens with retired New York Fire Rescue Captain and World Trade Center attack survivor Matt Bruce right here on the Captain's America Third Watch. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Don't let biased algorithms, or degree screens, or exclusive professional networks, or stereotypes... Don't let anything keep you from discovering the half of the workforce who are stars. Workers skilled through alternative routes rather than a bachelor's degree. It's time to tear the paper ceiling and see the stars beyond it. Find out how you can make stars part of your talent strategy at tearthepaperceiling.org. Brought to you by Opportunity at Work and the Ad Council. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to a fellow brother of the badge, Matt Bruce, on the Captain's America Third Watch. All righty, thank you very much, Frank. We'll be right back to him in a minute. By the way, this portion of the program 
brought to you by Moss Family Automotive, in particular Moss Nissan. Moss is spelled M-A-U-S, of course, Nissan, the car. They've got a bunch of dealerships, and you can go to their website, mossnissan.com, and find out what the availability is at all the different dealerships. And don't forget to tell them the captain sent you. It'll open the door for some other things, I'm sure. Okay, uh, back to uh, Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com. Good morning, sir. Mr. Captain. We have Mary on the line, so we're going to bring her in here. Mary has a question. Okay, Mary, go ahead and ask. Hey, good morning. Uh, I've read the book, uh, The Great Reset by Klaus Schwab, and um, supposedly these depopulation people, to me, uh, that's pure evil. Um, To speak of things going on in the world as good versus evil, uh, to identify and define those evil entities in the world. Can you please explain if it exists, if it's true, what this skull and bones society is, please. Because it sounds like pure evil to me. I don't know what it is. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead, Frank. Skull and Bones is a fraternity that uh, is based out of Yale University. It is populated. It's a private. You have to be invited to come into it. There's a lot of legacies in there. Uh, it's a lot of high-profile people are in there from the financial world, from the political world, uh, the industrial world. It is very much like the elitism that you see at the World Economic Forum, so I'm not surprised that that uh, she she came across that term after reading Klaus Schwab's book, who is the head of the World Economic Forum. Uh, not all the people are, are evil whose skull and bones, but they do tend to be at the at the leading edge of, of globalism in the world. Uh, George W. Bush was a skull and bones guy. Uh, other presidents were skull and bone guys. Uh, you've got major CEOs in the United States who were skull and bone guys. Uh, but skull and bones is all out of out of that secret fraternity at Yale, and they'll deny that it exists. But cat got out of the bag after 2000. So mm. that's what the Skull and Bones Society is. <laughs> okay, well, sounds like another little glee club. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's an it's an elite club where you you have to be considered the cream of the crop in order to get in there. But as we move forward in the age of information, uh, where the internet puts puts history and and people's pasts and and what their qualifications are for things at the forefront. If you want to dig just a little bit, mm-hmm. the cream of the crop is sometimes sour. So I I don't believe anybody is all that you have to actually prove or besides skull and bones or as opposed to skull and bones you have to roll your bones Mm -hmm. if you do something to earn my respect then you have it you just don't get it because other people have said well you're in a club i don't care it's like being at the firehouse and hearing a rookie shoot his mouth off (laughs) no go prove yourself on the fire ground and then sit down at the table. You're my brother, but don't be telling me you're my big brother until you do something big brotherish. Yeah. yeah. You know, so this whole he's an expert thing that was ushered in by Woodrow Wilson, where where we have to be controlled by the executive branch and a, and a gaggle of bureaucratic experts. I don't agree with that that's the way government should be run. I just don't. It's not the way the framers or the founders intended this. 
And we, we need to get back to the very simple recipe of the legislative branch writes the laws, the executive branch enforces the laws, and the judicial branch makes sure that the laws are constitutional. And get rid of all the gobbledygook, dismantle the bureaucracy, fill in the swamp, and purge the halls of power of secret societies like, like Skull and Bones. I just, I'm, I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. Now, the Florida uh, CFO has warned NewsGuard about targeting conservative media. And this is not the first time, and I'm not sure what they're going to do about it this time. DeSantis is doing everything that's that's within his power to make sure that these fake disinformation organizations are neutered and held to account. And it is a process that is, you know, we're in uncharted territory here because we're jacking with the, with the First Amendment. Even a fact checker, as disingenuous as 98% of them are, they get to operate under free speech rights when it comes to government. Now, a lot of this would be would be dealt with if we actually codified the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights is, is something that exists between the people and the government. It's not codified into law so that it is a constant state, and even private entities have to adhere to these things. Mm-hmm. That's why banks can say, I'm not going to issue cards to people who want to buy a gun. Or you've got fact checkers and, or, or social media entities that are, that are censoring people. That's why they get away with this garbage, is because the framers, the founders, thought that we would be existing in this state of freedom constantly, and that they wanted to protect that, that, that existence against government intervention. They never foresaw that private industry and private citizens would be so greedy for power and money that they would deny free speech to their fellow citizens. We had more integrity back then than we do today. So maybe the answer is it's to codify the Bill of Rights as law from coast to coast. That, that would be one good use of federal government, not centralizing it in Washington and trying to ignore the 50 states of 50 separate constitutions. So the Sanders is trying with social media and the censorship machine, but it's a it's a product that's, you know, in construction. We have to see where it goes, what kind of lawsuits come up against it, how to counter it. Uh, it's a dance, but bravo that he's doing it because we should be living in a state of constant free speech. But the Bill of Rights should be a constant in our lives all the time. Mm-hmm. It should be only between the government and the people. It should be something we all agree on and we all adhere to. That we don't tells you how far away we've gotten from the Constitution and the founding documents. Well, I don't think we're any closer than we used to be. But anyway, Senator Barrasso went after uh, uh, Granholm, the Department of Energy lady, uh, about her report on climate. He called her. in question about talking about ditching cars, getting rid of cars altogether. Isn't that nice? Her job is not to be hawking for, for industries. She's not supposed to be a spokesman for Tesla or, or the leaf vehicle from Nissan, although they're good vehicles. She's supposed to be somebody who deals with policy. And when you pick winners and losers 
or whole industries with the force of government, you start to obliterate the free market. Right. And you start to obliterate fair trade. So I, I support Barrasso completely. But then again, every single cabinet member of the Biden administration is pushing special interest. Yep. They're not executing good policy for all. They're only supporting the 50% of the population or the 50% of the voting population that supported Joe Biden. That's not government. All righty. Can you stick around for another segment? You bet. All right, great. We'll be right back, folks, with more. Frank Salvato, the host of the UndergroundUSA.com podcast, as well as the mentor of the website, UndergroundUSA.com. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, heard by over 2 million people coast to coast and around the world every night. Captain, let's do it. Okay, we are going to do it after I tell you about Dennis Prager. Now, Dennis Prager is coming to Tampa. You'll be able to meet up with him on Wednesday, March the 8th. That's this coming Wednesday at the Corona Cigar Company. What a better way to spend an evening than over cigars and drinks with like-minded conservatives. The Corona Cigar Company is by far the finest cigar experience in Tampa Bay. Their entire building is a humidor with hundreds of open houses and boxes of cigars. The bar has an absolute best selection of uh, liquid entertainment that you could possibly have in Tampa. And their tickets are limited. There's only 50 that are available, but if you get stepping on it by going to 860theanswer.com, the website, 860theanswer.com, you'll be able to get some tickets and the Great American Smoke Up with Dennis Prager. We'll see you on Wednesday, March the 8th at the Corona Cigar Company right across from International Plaza on Boy Scouts Boulevard. Check that out. You might want to get involved. Frank, I forgot to ask you if you smoke cigars. I love a good rum-soaked cigar. Dark rum-soaked cured cigar. Well, I'm sure they got them there. I remember they... And and liquid entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 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 absolutely. Yep. Now, we've got Senator Diane Weinstein, who has now been hospitalized with shingles. And at her age, that's no easy task. So she'll be there. She'll be there a while. That's going to... She's going to suffer. And then we got Fetterman who's still out with his problem, wouldn't this be the perfect time for the Republicans to take advantage of a couple of, you know, because right now I think they're the advantage. They have the advantage in numbers. Wouldn't this be the perfect time for them to take advantage and do something? You just had to poke the bear, Matt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be the perfect time to do something. If, in fact, we controlled what came to the floor. Mm -hmm. But because we didn't 
win the Senate back. Mm -hmm. And because we had people who were still disillusioned by the false narrative that orange man bad when he wasn't even on the ballot, we don't control the Senate. So because Chucky Schumer is still the Senate majority leader and has control over what comes to the floor, this advantage can't be taken advantage of. Oh, boy. So voters, when you don't think it through, you screw the country. The orange man bad protest vote, when he wasn't on the ballot, it was the hook in the water with the worm on it that the Democrats went fishing with, and you bit, and they yanked you out. You kind of put the country in a bad way for the next two years. Mm. So think your choices through next time before you decide to fall for the narrative that the opposition has floated in front of you. It would be nice for the rest of us who are actually paying attention. Speaking of something that floated in front of you, you haven't had a chance to say goodbye to Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm teary-eyed thinking about poor Lori Lightfoot being the first incumbent Democrat mayor in 40 years not to be brought back to office. But I'm teary-eyed because I'm laughing so hard. Mm -hmm. And the people of Chicago finally woke up and got rid of this monstrosity of a fake politician. And that's a hard, that's a, that's a hard title to earn, mm -hmm. a fake politician, because most of them are fake anyway. Mm -hmm. So she's got, she's got till April, then she's done, and she's gone, and I don't anticipate her ever being back in elected office again. She'll probably get some cameo appearances <laughs> on MSNBC, and that'll be the end of it. But if anybody's listening from Chicago, you definitely want to make sure that you elect Paul Vallis. He's a Democrat, but he is the best guy in the race. He, when he was superintendent of schools in Chicago, he had a financial sheet that was in the black. He had high graduation rates. The teacher's pension was fully funded, and he had a rainy day fund. So the guy knows finance. And he's been endorsed by the Fraternal Order of Police. Mm -hmm. I think the fire he's a, he's a law and order. Yeah, he, the the guy is is for law and order, and and even as a Democrat, so they do exist. He's an old style Democrat. He's not a new style fascist progressive. The other guy is. So let's let's see how non woke awake. The voters of Chicago have become, but congratulations on getting rid of Lori Lightfoot because she was an embarrassment. Mm -hmm. Well, you won't get any argument with me on that. I was surprised she stuck around as long as she did. If the city council weren't so corrupt in Chicago, that they probably would have attempted to remove her for the first time in history. But the aldermen of Chicago, very few of them actually have any ethics. So, mm -hmm. did you have one of their? comments you wanted to make about somebody? We were talking off air. I am kind of impressed that we have the Florida legislature that wants to decertify the Democrat yeah, Party. That was it. You know, I, 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 find, that to be, I find that to be it, it makes me laugh because it's it's such a, it's such a grand move. I, I don't think it'll go through, but it is a shot across the bow to say, hey, rules are rules. If you're going to be a chartered a chartered entity in politics in the state of Florida, you have to make sure that you cross the T's and dot your I's. Mm -hmm. 
you, you don't get to just declare it and say the rules don't apply to me. So it, it would be kind of funny if there was no Democratic Party of Florida, because who would actually who would actually put the candidates forward? True. <laughs> I, I think it's a you know that's outside the box thinking, and that's why I'm proud to be a resident of Florida. Mm-hmm. George Godfather says hello to us. Good morning, George. He gave me a warning about an accident up on the bridge, and I heeded his warning. And I was headed towards the bridge when there was no accident involved. And then suddenly, somebody laid down a motorcycle and got killed. They had to shut the bridge down again. And I got stuck on 41 anyway, going up there. Two and a half hours later, I showed up in Tampa. Yikes. Well, and then you have fatal crashes they have to investigate. And and you got a lot of equipment moving through there. So, uh, you know, God bless the person who who died and his family. But bridges are bridges, so you always have to have an alternative route. Yeah, they had three wrecks on the bridge at almost the same place yesterday. That should kind of tell the FDOT that there's something going on with that bridge. If you're having that many wrecks the same day in the same place on the same bridge, there's got to be going. There's got to be something going on with the way people are seeing things coming over that horizon. Part of it's on construction. No, last time I was going through Tampa, construction seems to be uh, like mosquitoes are up in the, in the north woods of, of Minnesota during should, the summer. You should get on the Howard Franklin Bridge and come south and see what they're doing. And no, I'm going to stay in the Panhandle where we've actually got you know you we had, don't have yeah, but, road barriers. But you guys had to rebuild a bridge up there. You had one go down, remember? Yeah, but that's going towards Pensacola and civilization. I I live in a very quiet little town. That's true. You told me that. <laughs> Even the birds are quiet. Yeah, they just sit there and look. <laughs> humans, humans are the rarity up there, but that's fine. That's <laughs> fine for me. I like the calm. All right. Well, you know, I like to calm, too. I don't think it'll be calm this weekend because all these ballparks are all jazzed up. But anyway... I will see you, or talk to you again, sorry, on Monday morning. And I hope you, hope you have a great day. I, I, I'm going to enjoy the weekend. You stay low, my friend. I'm going to. Thank you very much, Frank. Okay, that's our buddy Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. UndergroundUSA.com. Go over to check out all the stuff that he has to offer. <clears throat> You're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And he'll love you for it. All right, I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. Leave a comment and a rating if your platform lets you. Share it with your family and friends. And be sure to go over to undergroundusa.com and sign up for our Substack. It comes straight to you, circumventing the censors. Something very important during this cancel culture regatta. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.